0: of evidence to arrest and convict the octopus, the secret police plan to advance on the pass of the Iron Dagger and capture the criminal and his gang. Bob Gilmore is bringing a large band of Tibetan police from Nagchuka, but, hoping to surprise their enemy, Speed, Clint, and Barney go on ahead to the castle. And after the octopus gangsters have been stationed in the surrounding hills by their master, the boys walk in on the octopus in his laboratory. Clint orders the criminal to disarm his men to save his own life. Meanwhile... Juan Wu enters through a secret passage and, holding Speed before him, turns the tables on Clint and Barney. The octopus says that they must now hand over their guns, else Speed's life will be forfeit.
2: Don't you do it, Clint. Maybe you'll never get another chance to capture the octopus. Don't give up just because of me. Well,
0: Barlow, what is your decision, my life or your nephew? How can I make such a decision? By surrendering to you to save Speed's life, I break every vow I've made to the secret police. I dishonor the service.
2: And yet, I. Please, Clint! Don't let him get away with it! Get the octopus no matter what else happens!
0: <laughs> your nephew has courage.
1: I'm surprised you know courage when you see it, you dirty yellow rat! Master!
3: Why do you bandy words with these fools? Shall I shoot the boy? I shall give Barlow one more minute to hand
0: over his gun. Why are you. <laughs> hey!
3: Hey, what's that? Your... It's Bob! Bob Gilmore and his
2: gang! He must have come right after we left, and people sent him right up here!
0: Gilmore! Quick! Did Paul move, Barney? Get...
2: Uh... Yeah. Speed! Are you hurt? No, Clint. But I think Quan Wu was. Barney, tackling him like his life depended on it. Not my life, but yours, kid.
1: Now, just let me get another pair of handcuffs on this baby. Here's a pair, Barney. Thanks, hey. kid. There
0: we are all trussed up like a prize turkey. Get him over there with the octopus, Barney. Okay, Clint. You intend to line us up and shoot us, Barlow? Shooting's too good for you, Octopus. Your worst punishment will come when you realize that your plans have failed, that your vast criminal organization is destroyed, and that you'll never be master of the world. <laughs> You may be a little ahead of yourself. I do not think that Gilmore's Tibetan police will stand a chance against my men.
2: That's why you're wrong, Octopus. Tibet is getting fed up with all this trouble. They've never had a fellow like you in the country before, and they're going to make sure of getting rid of you.
1: Hey, sounds like somebody's winning. Get to that window and take a look, Barney. But look out for stray bullets. Yeah, bullets are the least of my troubles after what I've just been through. Why? <laughs> What do you see, Barney? And what's funny? Looks like Bob Gilmore and his gang have mopped up the pass of the Iron Dagger with the Octopus Gangsters. They got them all corralled over to one side, and Bob and a cordon of men are advancing toward the castle with drawn guns. Hi, Bob! (laughs) Hey! Doc, you big ox!
3: I told you to watch out for
1: bullets. Yeah, but whoever thought one of my best friends would take a shot at me? Fine thing. Probably thought you were the octopus or Kwon Moo, Bonnie. With us coming up here alone, maybe he figures he has to shoot us while you're in to rescue us. Yeah. Well, let's open the front door and identify ourselves to him then, and quick, right now. Bob Gilmore's more dangerous than the octopus. <laughs>
0: That's the story of our capture of the octopus, Mr. Searing. We brought him here to your home so that Larry Winfield
2: could see him and positively identify him as not being the man he knew as Paul Meunier. It is an amazing story, Mr. Barlow. You have been trailing this criminal for many months. Years,
1: Mr. Searing. Clinton me was after him long before the Chinese case.
2: And yet his capture was amazingly easy. Well, easy if you discount those seconds that
0: speed's life hung in the balance, Mr. Searing. I was faced with a choice of betraying my chief's trust and the training of a lifetime for the sake of Speed's life. And you wouldn't have hesitated
1: much longer, either. Speed means more to him than anything else, Searing. Boy, then I'm sure glad Bob Gilmore came when he did. I should think you would be. Uh, by the way, where is Mr. Gilmore? He and Chief Tipo are taking care of the prisoners. We made a big haul tonight. I think we got every octopus gangster in Tibet because this guy had sent out a call for all his men to rub us out. Uh, rub you out? Uh,
0: Barney has rather an odd way of expressing himself at times.
2: (laughs) When is Larry going to see the octopus? Dawa is bringing him now, Speed. In spite of his great excitement, he fell asleep an hour after Gilmore and his men left here. The poor fellow is exhausted by his experiences. I bet you're tired too, Mr. Searing. With us arriving here at dawn with the octopus and his gang, did you stay up all night? Certainly, Speed. Sleep is vastly unimportant when life and death hang in the balance. I feared you would never come back. Oh,
1: we always turn up, C-Ring, like bad pennies or something. What do you think of the octopus?
2: It is still hard to realize that this silent man, whom I knew as a kindly scientist, is the world's greatest criminal. Was the world's greatest criminal, Mr. C-Ring. He's all washed up now. You said
1: it. What have you got to say for yourself, octopus?
0: What is there to say, Dunlap? That's right.
1: But you might tell us who you really are.
0: I'll leave that for you to find out. After all, you are in the secret police and must be used to such things.
1: Oh, still cocky, huh? Let me smack him. I'll fresh.
0: smack you if you do.
1: Haven't you had enough fight for one night, Bonnie? No, I'm just getting warmed up. Oh, here come Larry and Dalwa.
2: Gee, Larry does look all done up, doesn't he? The reaction has set him. Uh, here, Mr. Winfield, uh, please sit here. Thank you, Mr. C-Ring.
3: I had a difficult time in awakening him, but once he knew that Quan Wu and the octopus had been arrested and brought here, he could scarcely restrain his impatience.
0: Well, I don't wonder at that, considering what has happened in the past. Well, Larry, is this the man you knew as Paul Mounier? I notice you've been studying him very closely. Yes. I wanted to make sure, Barlow, that seeing this man in person satisfies me that he is not Paul Mounier. He looks even less like him now than he did in his pictures. Maybe his disguise is wearing thin. No, no, it's an excellent disguise. A very true likeness. But Mounier was kindly. I felt that by merely meeting him. This man throws out an aura of evil. That's because he's not trying to pretend anymore, Larry. He knows we've got him at last. Mm, now that you got me, as you put it. What are you going to do with me, Barlow? I'm going to fly you to the coast of India as soon as I possibly can, Octopus. Not taking any chances on losing you again. You and Quan Wu will be able to tell Chief Riley plenty when we get you back to New York. You think I will talk? If you don't, Quan Wu will. Wu had better not.
3: Master, do not look at me like that. I will never betray you.
0: Then he'll be the only man you've never betrayed, Quan Wu. Because of you, I've lost reputation, health, four years out of my life. For that and the suffering you caused, Marsha, I'd like to strangle there you. There are probably thousands of people who feel as strongly against the octopus and his organization as you do, Larry. But, but have no fear. The law will mete out just punishment. What are you staring at, Darwah?
3: This octopus. I still cannot understand how a man can be so cruel, so inhuman.
0: Unfortunately, well, there are not many men like the octopus, Dawah. And the few that are generally destroy themselves in the inn. Like the octopus... They become blind with power, too sure of their own success and and themselves. Then they become careless, and that's fatal to them.
1: Yep. If this guy hadn't been careless, we never would have got in the castle through that side door. Are you going to question the octopus and woo here,
2: Clint?
0: No, no, Speed. be a waste of time for one thing, and I want to get to the coast and get started for home with our prisoners as soon as possible.
2: Uh, What about the other prisoners?
0: Well, Chief Teeper will know how to take care of them, Mr. Searing. After all, they are Tibetans, and I think it best that their own government should punish them. Yeah, we never get all them guys in our plane.
3: When do you plan to leave, Mr. Barlow?
0: Just as soon as I can make my my report at Lhasa Dawah, turn all the prisoners over to Chief Tipo, get Larry back to Dr. Kingsley at Nag Chuka, and then say goodbye to all our friends.
2: I should say we'll be leaving here within, oh, six hours. What? But we had planned on a feast in your honor, Mr. Barlow. You and the others have done Tibet a great service. Only a feast can show our appreciation. You mean one of them spreads like we had at your townhouse? Yes,
1: only far greater. Greater? Look, Tserang, we got to get our prisoners to the coast. And if we stayed for that feast, we'd never be able to lift the plane
3: off the ground.
1: Uh, Thanks, just the same.
3: Then you mean our friendship has begun only to end, speed? End? Of course not, Dawa.
2: Why, you're one of my pals. I'll write you letters and you answer them. You tell me everything that happens over here in Tibet, and I'll do the same. Then maybe you'll get a chance to come to America, and we'll show you
3: all around. Won't we, Clint? Well, I should say we will. It is a bargain, then. But meantime, we shall miss you very much. You have given me a glimpse of a country that is even more wonderful than I dreamed. If all Americans are like you, Speed, and like Mr. Barlow and Barney... Then I must visit there someday.
1: Sure you will, kid. And we'll have a brass band waiting to greet you. Well,
0: when do we get started for Lhasa, Clint? Well, we're not all going together, Barney. I want you to take Larry, fly the plane to Nagchukar, and wait for us there. What about the octopus and who? Uh, They'll stay with us. I want an armed force around us until we can get them into the plane and take off. Won't take me long to finish my business at Lhasa. Now I'll ask Chief Teefo to choose a special guard to accompany us to Nagchukar. I'll expect you to have the plane filled up and ready for the flight over the Himalayas to the Indian coast. Don't worry about
1: that. The crate'll be ready. Just see that you have something to put in it as passengers.
2: Oh, the octopus won't get away from us now, Barney. Listen,
1: kid, I won't feel absolutely safe until I see that guy behind bars in New York.
0: <laughs> thank you, Dunlap.
1: Don't thank me, octopus. I just know that rats can squeeze through many small holes. Yeah,
0: no, you better get started for now, too, Barney. You think you can stay awake for the flight?
1: Me? Say, I'm so used to going without sleep that it makes me nervous just to shut my
0: eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, go on and get started. And have the plane service before you bother Dr. Kingsley and the others. It's pretty early yet, you know. I bet they've been awake
2: all night, too, Clint.
3: May we go to Nagjuka too, Mr. Barlow?
0: Well, I believe it best not to, Darwah. Your father will accompany me as a material witness on this case. But I think we'd better say goodbye to you here in your own home. I think it'll
2: be easier.
3: I do not like goodbyes. It isn't really goodbye,
2: Dawah. We'll be seeing one another again. More trouble. Can someone be trying to rescue the octopus?
1: Oh no. Didn't know there was anyone left to rescue him. But bullets mean goodbye in any language. Let's see what's happened. Maybe it's an attack.
0: <laughs> and you thought you had me cornered, you
1: fools. Uh.